0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studios. Rocket Mortgage, they know that home of yours, it's so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams, and for 30 years... They've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get Mortgage. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4227. 855-212 for CBS. In less than 20 minutes, we go five burning questions. In just over an hour, it is the... Hickey, you gotta say it. Say it right now.
0: The NFL scouting carbine.
1: Rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? That's Hickey's idea, not mine, but I still love it because it's that bad. So we'll do that. Something else was brought to my attention yesterday, and I was going to just go off at noon Eastern and talk about weed and the NFL and what Matt Miller told me and all that other stuff. Then I got on Twitter yesterday. And this was while I was at the uh, Cleveland Monsters game. And it was a fantastic time, and everybody was great. My son got to meet Jerry the King Lawler. It was amazing, but um, boy, there was something that was that was brought to my attention Billy
3: good morning or good afternoon now
1: yeah, good afternoon. Well, you know, when you spend all your time in the casino, they don't have clocks in casinos, so I'm surprised that you even know the time uh <laughs> do you do you have some sort of an impression of me? okay, so first of all. We're not doing
3: five burning questions in twenty minutes because we move it back every week. So let's just get that straight.
1: Oh, okay, tough ass. Let's see how <laughs> ah, this one goes. In hot all already. right. Um, all
3: right. Second of all, I wasn't making fun of you, Ken.
1: Yes, you were. No, what were I you was, saying?
3: I was not.
1: What? What were you going to bring up? Then tell me what you were bringing up. What is this?
3: What? When I said latest sports update on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, I was just saying, you know, because we were finished with our bit. Time now for the latest sports update.
1: What are you trying to say?
3: What I'm trying to say is that it has nothing to do with you. Completely nothing to do with you. Hickey. Taking it too personally. Is
0: he lying? No, I'm with Billy here. I guess it's maybe our vernacular here at the station. Like, we kind of, like, we use this as, like, a joking transition. Like, if we're talking about mm-hmm. something wacky and we're just kind of like, you know, or time for the latest sports. It's just like a weird way that we used to That's amazing
1: like a, to me because I joke. always, I always do those things. That's that's incredible to me. And also, Hickey's a Hickey's a damn liar, and is lying to the entire country because Hickey said that Billy has some sort of an impression of me. I love impressions. I'd like to hear it.
3: I don't. Wait, hold on, hold
1: on. Hold that's on. what Hickey said while I was on the on the phone with him earlier this week as we were cultivating Ken's scouting combine or the NFL scouting combine. Yeah, Hickey remembers that. I threw you in the Ram commercial that I did, the back-to-back award winner. Hickey?
0: No, I mean I gave you a bad imper- uh, impersonation, and we said maybe Billy can do better.
1: You gave me a bad impersonation of who? Of me? You, yeah. I don't one. remember that. Go ahead, do it for do it for the entire country right now. Go.
0: We are coming to you live from the CBS Sports Center studios. Ken Carmen here. You there? Eight five five two one two four two two seven. A lot to get ben, to here. Stop.
1: I do not say me hear you there. Right. I'm not. That, that this isn't is not. I'm Ken Carmen, not Ken Summers. <laughs> that was
3: an
0: accident. That's wrong.
1: That was an accident. It wasn't. All right, Billy. You got something better? Go right on ahead. I love impressions. Go.
3: Okay. Uh. All right. Back on CBS Sports Radio, Ken Carmen until two p.m. Eastern Time. Then the great Andy will take over. Then.
1: That's that actually a little good. close. That's actually pretty close.
3: See, I can't do the voice.
1: Speaking a week, never mind. Go ahead?
3: No, I can't do the voice. So, that's so I, I got to copy the mannerism.
1: The mannerisms, I, I can call the mannerisms out anytime. Anytime. Just listen. There's mannerisms in there. I will I will write down certain words that I say and cross them out so I, do, I try not to use them overly. No overly use them. You get what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Well, you guys are really listening more than I thought you were. We I do. thought wow. you guys Thanks, Ken. I because I, I thought you guys were just kind of over there with your thumb in certain places and just waiting for the show to end. You guys actually listened. That wasn't that bad.
3: I mean, the All thing right. is, is that we gotta we're in, we're in this for the long haul. See, we're we're here till six p.m. Eastern.
1: Oh, you are. So
3: this is just the start of the day, Ken.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Well, I, I can see that. Who has more fun with you, by the way? Is it me or Gresh?
3: <laughs>
1: Damn it! Is now it really Gresh?
3: Now you're putting us on the spot here, Ken.
1: Well, Billy, I'm about to have fun with you later because today's a tradition unlike any other, and you don't know about that yet, do you?
3: I mean, I know it's uh, February 29th.
1: And what's February 29th? Leap year. And there's something that h- tends to happen every four years on leap year, and I'm going to bring it up with you, Billy. I'm going to bring it up with you, buddy boy. You ready?
3: How about a tease?
1: Yeah. It's coming up at 1240 p.m. Eastern. Actually, it'll be five burning questions. Because... All right, I'm going to be called Reefer Madness here. I'm going to be called William Randolph Hearst. you have the Matt Miller clip there, Hickey? Because I don't talk to you about anything during the break. You tell me when you have that clip, Hickey. You got it. All right. So earlier this week, I got a chance to talk to Matt Miller of Bleacher Report. He knows the draft. He's a good guy. Follow him on Twitter at NFL Draft Scout. He's a fantastic person. Also, follow, follow Eric at home for that matter because he's a fantastic person too. And at the end of the interview, Hickey, you there? Because something just clicked. You got me?
0: We got you loud. Okay. And just clear, want to make Ken. sure.
1: Just want to make sure. Sorry, because something did click over. At the end of the interview, Matt Miller was answering a question. And he had this little bit of information go. I don't know that there's any, like, just one thing you could do that gets you taken off a board, unless you, you know, like, snuck 160 pounds of weed in backpacks to Indianapolis <laughs> or something. That might do it. But, you know, other than that, I don't, I can't think of anything, you know, that would really come up. You know, injuries are, are going to. Fail some guys on team boards. There's gonna be guys to fail drug tests. That's some teams are, are big on that still. Some really don't care anymore. So I, I think that you know we've seen a lot of guys get get into the NFL where
2: you wonder how they're gainfully employed, but they're so good at what they do that you you wouldn't overlook it.
1: That's Matt Miller, Bleacher Report. Uh, now I. Uh... Because I know what's going to happen is I'm going to say this and I'm just going to be called the biggest fuddy-duddy in the history of people. Listen, I don't care what you do in your own home. I don't care what you do. And honestly, any of these guys that get drafted, any one of these players, if they're able to play well, play good football, contribute to winning, I'd pay them money if I was a general manager. Fine. This week, though, is a special week. Because Matt Miller says, well, some teams care, some teams really don't. So you pass a test or you you fail a test. And some guys will fail a test this week. And he says some teams care, some teams don't. The new CBA, we're hearing a couple of things where they're going to really lessen a penalty for marijuana. In fact, that they could take away a penalty if they find marijuana in a drug test. But in this case... I'm getting you ready for a draft. I'm, I'm trying to give you a job. I'm trying to give you a job that's going to give you life-changing money that's going to, that, that should and give you the opportunity to change multiple generations of your family. But at the very beginning, you're going to get life-changing money. You should unless you're at seventh round pick whatever. you should get life-changing money if you're at the NFL combine. So if I'm going to put you in that spot and you can't just cross your T's and dot your lowercase J's just for that week, just for the lead up to that. Because I, I hear it from everybody. And it's 2020, man. I'm not from that generation. I am not from the Mad Men 60s. I'm not very old whatsoever. I know I sound old to some people. I'm not. I'm 33 years old. I get it. I know a lot of people like to poke smot. Totally understand. I, you know, Ken, it's not a gateway drug. I know it's not a gateway drug. I think alcohol is more the gateway drug. But that's a different conversation. It's just I've seen so many times. We're a guy who can't pass a test for the combine. There's so many more other things. If you can convince me, and I don't know how you do it, if you can convince me that it was just pot, it was just weed, it was just smoke, it was just dope, it was just loud, it was just that. If you can convince me without a shadow of a doubt, I would give you an opportunity. But 20-year-olds and 21 and 22-year-olds that I knew not even a decade ago if you couldn't stop smoking weed for a job interview, it was always going to be something else. I couldn't count on you for it. I couldn't do anything. If you had a job and you want to smoke weed, go ahead and smoke weed. Go right on ahead and do it. I'm about, man, Hickey, I'm about to be called every name in the book. Fine. 855 212 cbs If you got a job, there's plenty of players. There's plenty of – I think offensive linemen is actually the highest highest weed rate in the NFL. If you already got a job and you got millions of dollars, you're protecting the quarterback or you're catching passes or you're running the football or you're throwing the football or you're defending or doing whatever, there's plenty of guys in the league that do that at a high level who love to smoke weed, and I'm fine with that. Totally fine with that. You go right on ahead and do so. And honestly, the NFL's fine with that. They don't want to catch you smoking weed, but it's just, it's the combine. This is the most important time of your, of your career because the drills, they don't matter. They really don't how fast do you like shuttle runs and cones and things like that draft got Matt Miller will tell you it's important and, and and Eric Edholm might tell you it's important actually Matt might go the other way they might tell you it's important these guys might say it coaches will will give you a good line about how it's important and you can find out a couple of things but really the combine is about can you listen and follow directions can you do this drill that I've given you that you know you've worked on can you do this correctly can you interview well Can you, when you have an agent, you should have an agent by now or somebody who's in the know, you know what type of questions you're going to be asked. Can you answer these questions? Can you answer these questions? Because for the last few months, I've been doing some snooping around on you and I found this, this, and this. Can you answer those questions? And it's just one of those things. Can you listen and follow directions? Because I'm about to give you a bunch of money. This is a lot of pressure. This is a big time, big public job. And if I get wrong, if I'm wrong on you, People are going to remember me as a loser for the rest of my life. If I'm wrong on you, it'll be on my Wikipedia page until after I'm dead. So I got to know, and I know I can miss on you, and you could get hurt, and it's not either of our faults. I just got to know I can trust you to just do this. Because I don't expect you and I shouldn't expect you. To have the same type, if I'm an NFL general manager, like Andrew Barry's the youngest at 32, let me me just say 45. I'm a 45-year-old NFL general manager. I cannot expect you to have the same common sense at 21, 22 years old that I would at 45. Things have changed. Life has changed. I got a lot more on my plate than you do, and I'm also responsible for an entire organization you're not. You're responsible for yourself. I know that. And I know that the second... You end up getting this contract. You're probably going to go do some crazy stuff because you're young. You think you're invincible. I've come to terms with that. It's just, man, it's the combine. It's a big story every time it happens. And if you can't just do this one little thing for me, this one little thing, it's not about you being, well, if you're smoking weed, you're probably doing cocaine and other hard drugs. No, this isn't an episode of cops. I'm not Dick Tracy that much. I'm not trying to do that but if you can't do this one simple thing how am i supposed to how am i supposed to trust you when i do try to give you money when i do actually give you a rookie contract i i can't do it if you're going to be this irresponsible and yeah i know it's just weed but they test for it if you're going to be this irresponsible and it's for the combine. I can't imagine what you're going to do when I give you a game check. So it's one of those things where if a guy fails a test, he better have a damn good reason why he failed that test. He better have a damn good reason. Because if he did fail that test and he just failed that test to just, yeah, you know, I wanted to smoke some weed and I didn't realize it was going to be this far away. Yeah, you knew it was coming up anyway. You should probably do be able to do the weed math anyway and be able to get that done. And not smoke that weed. You can't do that. You're off my board. Eight five five two one two four CBS. We'll try to fit in five burning questions. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. We're on until two p.m. Eastern. Myself, Ken Carmen, Ryan Hickey, Hot Sex Billy. Running the board. He called it, too. He's like, we're not going to do 500 questions at 1220. We never do it. You always push it back. Yeah, we'll do it at 1240 Eastern, 940 Pacific, 855-2124-CBS. I got a text from a buddy. I got a message from a buddy about the weed math. Said so that made him laugh. We all know if you're of a certain age, like people now just bring out their phones. Now it's not that big of a deal. But like again, I, I just brought up because of the combine. If you can't pass the weed test and com- at the combine, I really can't draft you. And it's not about, I think you're you're on the reefer, and I think that's a terrible drug. Next thing you know, you'll be playing that jazz music in the lot. No, 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 no. Smoke all the weed you want. As long as it's just weed, obviously. Smoke all the weed you want to do. But you, you bring that conversation in where you know you're going to be tested. You know weed's one of it, one of the tests. If you can't pass that test, I know I can't find you to be responsible once I give you money. This is a job interview that's supposed to change your life. This really is. This is the biggest job interview of your life for most guys at the combine. Most, not all, most guys at the combine. This is the most money they're ever going to make in a year for their entire life. Please, please just do the weed math. Get out the calendar. You know you've heard from from doctors or guys at the head shop. All right. You got this amount of weeks. The combine test is in this amount of weeks. You can smoke weed up till here, but I would probably go till back here. That's what you can do. Remember, they watch you do this. They watch it. They got to see the whole thing, which is uncomfortable enough as it is. Just just do the weed math. We did this with Antonio Calloway in Cleveland. The day they drafted him, I go, this guy ain't going to work out. I got hammered that day. They drafted him on day three. People are going, Ken, come on. He's he's a great talent. Look at that talent. They got a first. This is people's favorite line of drafts. When you have a favorite team, your favorite team, this is, this is everybody. We got a fourth round talent. We got a first round talent in the fourth round. We got a first round talent in this round. Because they have problems. Antonio Callaway failed the weed test at the NFL Combine. He also committed credit card fraud a few months before that Combine. So now I'm going to give him money, and that's going to work out well. I, I I hate to say this because his career has not panned out the way it was supposed to, or it would have had the chance to. Yeah, guess who won on that one? Not proud, but I can't. If you can't pass the the test at the Combine. For this type of thing, this, if you can't be responsible enough just to do as I'd ask you, I can't trust you for the rest of the time. It's not about whether or not you're on the drugs. It's about whether or not you can follow some directions. 855 212 cbs Can I get to Tony in Vancouver? In Vancouver, Washington. He's next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead.
2: Hey, Kenyon, you know, I used to smoke pot in the late 70s and 80s, and I quit. The stuff that they smoke today is three times more potent than that. You know, uh, I drive a company vehicle. If I get in a car accident, whether it's my fault or not, I'm drug tested. It's legal in my state. If it comes up positive, I lose my job. If I'm a baseball player standing at the plate and there's some guy throwing a 95-mile or plus fastball and he's stoned, why should I put my future my family's future and my career on the line for somebody who can't control themselves. I think it's gotten too far. You know, you can't do drugs, and drink, and play sports. Thank
1: you, Ken. T- Tony, thank you very much for the call. You know, a lot of people bring that up. Hickey, I'm going to have a really frank conversation with you. You ready for this? Let's hear it. A lot of people go, Ken, have you tried edibles? Because I'm like, man, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't done that since what? Right before I got married. It's been a long time. Uh I said, Man, they go, why don't you do edibles? Edibles are great. And I go, No, not a chance. I've heard too many horror stories about the edibles where people eat them and then all of a sudden you're in big trouble about a half an hour later because you don't realize. Like, it's just like, okay, let's 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 go the old tried and true way. we're gonna do that. Bowls, joints, papes, easy water one and a quarter, you know, whatever you gotta do. I don't know about that. Now, a lot of people comment about the, the strength and potency of it. I'm sure you could probably get a lower grade, possibly some shake, if you will. But I'm, just, I'm not even commenting on what you smoke, how you smoke it, whether you take edibles, whatever it is. I'm just letting you know that it's not even about the personal responsibility of whether or not I don't want you driving high, but I'm not even asking that as an NFL GM. I have this date. This date is, say, for, for instance, February 24th. You're going to be tested for marijuana and other substances on February 24th. If you test positive for that, I don't trust you to be responsible for the future. I don't. I'm going to hand you money. So this is the big, again, this is the biggest test that you're going to have, the biggest interview you're going to have for life-changing money. I'm going to hand you that money and all of a sudden, you know what? He's right. I really need to, I really need to buckle down, you know? No, that doesn't happen. Rhett in Salt Lake City. You're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead,
2: Rhett. Hey, hey, brother. Great show. So, you know, 30 seconds about me, career military guy, nuclear program, top secret security clearance my entire career. So I Mm. knew what the expectations were. These guys today are like you the week before you proposed to your wife. You were the best possible you you could ever be. Because (laughs) after she took that ring, toilet seats down, you're naked in bed drinking beer for breakfast with your Fruit Loops. You know, your, your expectations after she said, I do, she did. It's it's no different with these millennials or these entitled kids. That well, is the best them you are ever going to see. And if they can't even think that it's important enough to stick by the rules, I, not only do I want them off my board, I don't want them in my game. I'll see, you that's,
1: and th- well, Rhett, 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 are you there? Are you there?
2: Of course. Can I ask you something?
1: I was going to bring this up. I was going to bring this up later. I want to do this now with you. You've had top secret security clearance, right? Yep. Okay. The CDC, you think I'm going to take this to Area 51. I'm not. The CDC is saying that basically you should have a fresh, clean-shaven face so you could put a respirator over it to, to make sure that you don't get coronavirus. I have a theory that the C D C is participating in facial recognition technology to make things easier for Americans. Your thoughts?
2: Yeah. Uh, we've already got it. Don't need this particular drone oh, to make that happen. I,
1: I knew that we should have all have done that face app thing. All right, Rhett, thank you very much for the call. Does anybody else find it a little bit cool that he already just laughed and said we already have it? Or maybe scary, whichever way you come out on the end. Eight five five two one two four CBS just laughed oh no we already have it don't worry about it yeah coronavirus is probably serious you guys should wear a respirator yeah don't worry about that fine i don't even think i'm not even going to get into the generation of entitlement there were plenty of idiots back in the 70s and 80s and 90s and early 2000s there was idiots in gen x there was idiots in gen y there's idiots who are millennials there's idiots that are going to be in gen z or the next generations that are there there's there's always going to be dummies and morons There's always going to be irresponsible people. People who aren't stupid, they're just irresponsible. It's not about, and and this will turn into the evils or the the pros and cons of pot. I'm not calling it that. The pros and cons of weed, that's not the conversation. It's just a simple fact of, can you do as I ask? Can you do as I ask you for life-changing money? It's that simple. I know you run a 4, let's see, a 4.340, wow, and you could jump this high, but if I can't trust you to do what's right by my franchise because all of a sudden I've seen guys, and you have too, boy, they run four 340s, and they tend to get a little lazy, and you know they got that money, and they think it's never going to go away, and they end up getting themselves out of the league real quick, and then you have guys who run like a 4.7, and somehow they have nine 10-year careers, guys who came from Alabama A&M who ran like a 4.6, but damn it, they were smart, they knew how to play defense, they were able to play, and they end up having great careers. 8552124 855 2124 Five burning questions. It's up next. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855 212 That's CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line. It's brought to you by the fine folks at Geico. There's great news. You can save a ton of money with the fine folks at Geico. Bundle home and auto insurance. Having a home is hard work, so get a quote today, geico.com. It's easy. To this song by the Black Keys, we sing Chonky Boy instead of Lonely Boy. How do you like that, Hickey?
0: I like the remix version.
1: Did you learn what a Chonky Boy was because of us? Uh, yeah. I, I never really... I I'm still not 100% sure. I think I know little, what it is. No, but... Chonky Boy. Is it a song? Well, a t- well, no. Chonky Boy is what... It's what girls call their cats and dogs that are overweight on Instagram. They no, say Chonky Boy. I heard you
0: sing it. Like, when we were talking on the phone before the shows, you would sing it. I wasn't sure if it was like... I'd be singing sing I'm something. a Chonky
1: Boy. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was yeah. an actual
0: song or not or just...
1: No. Well, no, my buddy – no, Owen sang it, and it got stuck in my head because he was just, like, walking around, and he sang it. And I went, damn it, and now it's in my head. Got it. Chonky Boy, say, the song, is in my head, yeah. Partially oh, I'm my a chonky boy.
0: Miles,
1: so thank you, Owen. I'm a chonky boy. Whoa, 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 whoa. I am Ben Roethlisberger. That's two I say Baker, shots for Big If I say Baker Mayfield, people will get all upset even though that's what we call him on the show. 8552124 CBS. Do we still have Justin? Do we still have Justin? We don't have Justin. All right, to hell with it. I'm moving on from the weed conversation. I got people trying to tell me edible stories. I'm not eating your edibles, folks. It's not happening. No, I get scared. No. Are you ready for five burning questions? I'm ready when you are. Let's do it, baby. You're listening to Ken Carman on CBS Sports Radio. It's time for five burning questions. Hickey, hit me with it, baby.
0: All right, Kenny. We'll start with James Harden, who had some interesting comments on reigning MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo. Mm. Harden sat down with Rachel Nichols this week and had a parting shot when discussing how he doesn't get the respect he deserves, saying that it's easy to be seven feet and dunk while he actually has to learn to play basketball and play the, the right way. Now, while Harden leads the league in scoring with 35.2 points per game, Giannis did make history last night, though, as he posted his ninth game with at least 30 points in under 30 minutes, which is the most all-time in the Shot Clock era for one season. And the Greek Freak has all been locked up back to that MVP awards, which has uh, been done only 11 other players have accomplished NBA history. So Harden said in that clip that he will like – I'm sorry, he'll take his play over Giannis's any day of the week. So do you agree? Are you taking Giannis?
1: Oh, I'll take Giannis. Giannis has more – being a seven-footer, I actually see where James Harden is coming from. I think James got a little bit sensitive over it. I heard Giannis's original, uh, original comments. I think Giannis was making a joke and thought that everybody was joke- joking around, and I think that, that James got a little bit worked into a shoot over the entire ordeal. But I also think that James kind of has a—I a, 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 can see where he's coming from, okay? I think he has a point. James Harden is smaller. James Harden has to do things that are different. Giannis Antetokounmpo— he can fly high. He can do it as, as well as anybody in the league. But it's not to say that Giannis Antetokounmpo doesn't have to work hard. Giannis Antetokounmpo wasn't number one overall. So the Greek freak does have to work hard. And he has to work hard to stay at the top of the heap, especially because he's not won anything yet. And he's on a team that has been fantastic this year. They lose about a game a month and could very well win the NBA Finals, which would be a great story for the fine folks in Milwaukee. It'd be a great story for him. I know what. there's an 800-pound gorilla in the room. I know, but let's not worry about then. That then, let's worry about what the Bucks are now. What the Bucks are now are a fantastic team. I can see where James is coming from. It's still not the right statement to make. You have a reputation and you are right when you said Kemba has less or fewer assists. But we know what you're known for, James, and you know what you're known for. <laughs> That's why there's always strife and consternation with with putting Russ Westbrook on the same team as you, and why people still don't want to take the Houston Rockets seriously. Next.
0: So the Redskins have an interesting draft selection that they choose to stay at number two. Now draft analyst Mel Kuyper decreed this week that if Alabama quarterback Tua Tungavaloa gets a clean bill of health from the medical staff, the Redskins should absolutely take Tua with the second overall pick instead of defensive end Chase Young. Head coach Ron Rivera added to the speculation this week, bringing both Tua and Joe Burrow in for interviews while also saying that all options are on the table. So should the Redskins dump Dwayne Haskins, who they drafted in the first round last year, and draft Tua Loa? I'm thinking. <sighs> Hot question for you, though, huh? We're really burning today.
1: I really like Tua, man. I really like him. I focus on, I think his talent is there. I focus on maturity. I do focus on where they come from. I think his parents. I, I think his family. He comes from good stock. His dad's involved. Two is tough. I know that that hip injury. Gosh, that hip injury's right there. And they just drafted Dwayne Haskins. Now I have to. I have to close my eyes because if, I know that if if we get to the Dwayne Haskins stuff, there's conversations being had, and I think it's pretty convenient that there's been stories about. Well, Dwayne doesn't work that hard. Haskins doesn't. Mm, I think some of that is. Convenient. I would. No, you know what? You drafted the guy. He still got talent. Dwayne Askins still has talent. I'm taking Chase Young. To hell with you. How about that? Okay? You want that answer? That's what I'm doing if I'm the Washington Redskins. I'll take Chase Young or I'll trade back maybe a spot and I'll still take Chase Young because someone's going to want to dra- trade up there to two and, and try to get that try to get that player. I can't go back that far because I still want Chase Young or Isaiah Simmons. I don't want to take myself out of there because there's only so many quarterbacks that can go right there at the top. You would have Tua, you'd have Justin Herbert, and according to Eric Edholm, you could end up having Jordan Love get up there into the top 10. I saw Bucky Brooks' uh, mock draft. He had Jordan Love going at 12, and I'm thinking, man, if, if, if Jordan Love's going naturally at 12 to the Las Vegas Raiders, that means that he's going to go into the top 10. Somebody's going to go after him in the top 10. So, the, the Redskins have a decision to make. Well, yeah, you might be able to trade down. Because now, as far as I'm concerned, I'm keeping Dwayne Haskins. Enough of, your, enough of your craziness. I'm keeping Haskins, and I'll trade back, but I just can't trade back too far. So, if a team really wants that number two pick, they got to move up. Then they got to move up again some way, somehow. Hickey, you agree?
0: Yeah, no, I, I do agree with you. I'm, I'm there with you, yes.
1: All right, good. Boy, that was tough. Next.
0: So, how about this? We'll stick with Tua. So let's just say the Redskins or another team trade up to make the decision to draft Tua at number two overall, It meaning for only the eighth time in NFL history that quarterbacks are taken with the first two overall picks. Now, some recent examples include Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. You have Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota, and Andrew Luck and Robert Griffin III. Now, most of these examples have seen one quarterback succeed at a much higher level than the other. So if that scenario was to happen, where you had Joe Burrow go number one, two will go number two,
1: ah. who would have
0: the most successful
1: NFL career. Oh, come on. That's Very not unfair. nice. <laughs> That's on, not we're, nice. We're asking
0: burning questions here, Ken. Well,
1: because the last one you think well, – well, wait a minute. Mariota and Winston, how successful have either one of those guys been?
0: I, I didn't say every single quarter. I'm just saying most of them. You know, you had two – you had quarterbacks where you had Archie uh, Manning and – Jim Pluckett go one and two, and they pull off their pretty good careers. Yeah, they did. And you yeah, have they did. They both flame out. And you have ones, again, like Andrew Luck, RG3. I don't know where you'd go
1: with Jared. I don't know. RG3's still in the league. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> what, Hickey? Oh, okay, big Colts fan. Come that on, is... bring it at me. Which one's still in the NFL? Which one's not?
0: I, which one had the better? I'll take the one with the better career. That's shorter. That's all I'll say.
1: Okay. I'm just saying one's still in the NFL getting paychecks in the NFL. They're not as big as what Andrew Luck's original paycheck was, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, Who's going to have the better career? Damn, I love Tua. I still got to... When does this train end with Joe Burrow? When does it end? I did not see that quarterback two years ago, and this year he just turns it on. I'm going to get killed. I think it might end up being Tua. I'm worried about Tua because of the injury. I'm worried about Joe Burrow because it's like, could you go and get exposed in the NFL? Because I knew you were good, and I know you got plenty of talent. And I would still, even if I were the Bengals, I'd probably still take you number one overall because I'd second guess myself. Because you seem to have a lot of great, great features that make you a great quarterback. But I go, man, which which one of you is going to get figured out in the NFL? I, mm, I bet it might be Joe. Next, all
0: right. We'll circle back to that once the draft uh, concludes, and we'll get where those two.
1: Well, yeah. How many years do I get? Like five.
0: Um. Well, I mean, at the end of their careers, I guess. I mean, it's fair to. I mean, now again. So
1: we'll reevaluate this in twenty years.
0: Well, no, but I mean, okay, five years. Yes, after end of their first rookie contract, assuming the. Well, that's a hell
1: of a tease. Tune into us in twenty forty.
0: Well, I'll ask the question coming up at twelve forty p.m. Eastern when you know that Joe Burrow is definitely in Cincy, and where two ends up. Washington, Miami, Detroit, like we don't know where two is going. Mm. So, uh, if we at least know, you have some sort of an idea of, you
1: Which, know. An- another thing, and I wanted to bring this up in its own segment, I think that Joe Burrow and his family, I, th- I think they were already to their senses. I don't think they really thought about, the, it, they might have considered it in like a, a back-channel thing, but I don't know how seriously, where I don't think they were seriously talking to agents going, we don't want to go to Cincinnati. I think you have to understand, and I think Joe Burrow understands this, that Of the teams that are really maybe interested in Joe Burrow that would go up and get him, none of them are really great situations. The best situation possibly, you can say what you want to about Mike Brown being a cheap ass, but they've been relatively a stable organization. Might still be Cincinnati, that's the best spot for him. Okay? But that's a hell of a tease, Hickey. Hell of a tease. If you're still listening to 2040, come back. 1 p.m. Eastern in 2040 where Ken was right or wrong about Joe Burrow.
0: (laughs) Next. So, we talked about the young quarterback. Let's go to an old quarterback. The future of Tom Brady has been widely speculated and discussed heavily since Brady reworked his contract to become a free agent this offseason. Now, while many still assume that he would end up back in New England, it's seemingly less and less likely that the Patriots and Tom Brady will be together again in 2020. ESPN's Jeff Darlington has reported that he would be, quote, stunned if Brady re-signed in New England, and said the four teams that are most interested in Brady's services are mm. the Chargers, mm. Raiders, mm. Titans, right. and, you ready for this one? The Bucks, the Buccaneers. So in terms of team success mm. next season, how would you rank those four landing places for Tom Brady?
1: Okay, wait a minute. Titans? You have the Titans, the kay. Raiders, okay. Chargers, All
0: right. and Buccaneers.
1: Oh, my God. Do I still get Chris Godwin? Do I still get Mike Evans? Yes. I still get those guys? That offensive line is not horrific. Some people might disagree. I don't think they're horrific, right?
0: Yes, I don't think Tom Brady going every, to Tampa without
1: those guys. Every team thinks they have a bad. Do I still have O.J. Howard? Do I still have O.J. Howard?
0: Yes. I think it's only like
1: Holy Toledo. I thought when you said, are you ready for this, I thought you were going to say Giants, and I was going to blow you to smithereens. I would go Tampa Bay, t- Tennessee, chart mm, Vegas, and then the Chargers. Mike Mark Davis, again, he dresses like a giant infant. He actually looks like a giant infant. They're still better than what the. Well, no, they're still. (sighs) I still can't stand the ownership of the Chargers. I think it's just a big meh, a big nonplussed mess. I don't want to give them any credit. So I'm going to say Tampa Bay, Tennessee, Vegas, LA. Oh, God, I'd love to see him with the. And the Bucs are changing out their jerseys, too. Yeah. Bruce Arians. Oh, my goodness gracious. Is that, is that it for five running questions? You we got one more? We'll do more if you Good. want. Good. We'll, we'll go quickly. Go. We'll do it quick. So,
0: last week, you had Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, big rematch. We talked about it. So, obviously, Tyson Fury dominated the fight, forced Wilder came to throw in the towel. But now, Deontay Wilder is not exactly blaming or, I should say, giving credit to Tyson Fury. So, when talking earlier this week, Wilder blamed the costume he wore into the ring, which weighed between 40 and 45 pounds, for weakening his legs, and decided that by the third round, his legs were totally shot. It's dumb. So what's the most ludicrous excuse you ever heard for an athlete for a bad performance?
1: I think that might be the one. Other than that, the other things I've ever heard is professional wrestling, and that doesn't count. If it's too hot for your gimmick, brother, if, it's too, if your gimmick's too heavy, then don't wear the gimmick. If that was your look, you got to know that that's your look. So go on out there and fight. 45 pounds. That was the excuse. That's a terrible excuse. That's a terrible excuse. Hey, just just I know that you can't say you don't want to say that you got legitimately knocked out by another guy, because if you say you got legitimately knocked out by another guy, then what's the point of me watching another pay per view fighting you? So there is that play to it as well. Because if he just comes out and goes, yeah, you know, Tyson Fury, uh, yeah, Tyson Fury just knocked my ass out, then people are going to want to watch that, or at least they're not going to want to watch it as much. You come out and say that you were wearing forty five pounds of heavy equipment in your in your costume. I don't know how many people are still going to want to watch that, because from what I heard, more people are stealing it on Facebook and FaceTime, but eh, you got at least somewhat of an excuse. Up next, I've been through this before. Anybody think that maybe Bill doesn't want him back? It's Ken Common on CBS Sports Radio.
3: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?